I would do that. <laughs> dun 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 dun. Wait, fourteen. Dun this dun, year. dun 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 dun. Yes. And you're twenty-four. And my twenty-four. For his twenty-three, so I'll move back a year and get a pick this year. And who knows what your team's in three years? Okay. Done. All right. You can announce that. We'll have some news. We'll have some news. We'll have some news. All right. Um, Welcome to the show. to the Big Talk Small Vertical Podcast, where we have just completed a trade. Uh, and that was the handshake in, and, uh, in live, real time, uh, for us, and probably a day or, or a week later for you. Um, with, uh, with me, I'm Dallin, and we have Bryce, as always. Yes. Who's sending um, out the uh, I'm putting the, the Discord. announcement on Discord right now. And we have a very... Very special guest in the GM of the Super Zombies, Ben Levitt. Hello! I'm so excited. Rule number one for surviving zombie land. Cardio. I like turtles. Oh, yeah, turtles. It's the it's the it's the <laughs> it mashup up of every it's time. the mashup of your two. Um, and if you want that changed at any time, just let me know. It's it's your creative license, my friend. Yeah. I would I would never impede on your vision. Tell that to Trevor, who sent me his own. <laughs> Just kidding. I actually like Trevor's. Uh, I feel like that's kind of lame. No, I, I. It was way better than the. I had that because oh. the one I did was the Duncan, and the. Anyways, it was fine. Oh. Okay. So we have some news. <laughs> yeah, yeah. According to Discord, <laughs> the Yao Ming Dynasty has sent its 2024 first round pick and number 14 this year to the East Mesa Trading Company for the San Diego Super Zombies 2023 first round pick. Feel like that's kind of a slap in my face since I'm here. I thought you might feel <laughs> disrespected person. by one of us and respected by the other one, so I figured it would balance out. Yeah, is that fair? No, uh, it is fair. It's um, not fair. I don't know. Zion um, will make you eat your actions. I mean, he's got at least one. Well, who's if we're eating our actions with Zion injury? And should we be more uh, concerned about that? <laughs> is he going to play on the Olympic team? I don't know. I don't know. I I'm excited not. for Team USA. A lot of people are showing up, and I'm glad. Well, wasn't it like last year was supposed to be like terrible? Well, I know they didn't have it. Last year, what? Yeah. But they didn't. A lot of people like bow out. Well, that, the, that people bowed out of like or? the Basketball World Cup, which nobody really cares about. Mm-hmm. Um, I frankly it lost a lot of shine in my eyes when they tried to trade off the name of the actual World Cup. Get your own name, guys. But no, nobody cared about that. Like. Yeah, it was clearly the C team. But the Olympics, people are showing up. Durant's there. Booker said he's Booker. in. Bam committed today. Uh, Lillard's in. A lot of people are in. And that's, Tatum's in. Is that this summer? Yeah. Yes. That's exciting. Coming up next month. I'm really out of sync right now. I didn't know half the things you were referring to about the playoffs. I didn't know that the Nets had won. What do you do with your life these days? I've, I've been lost. very busy. Skinny just family, just family so stuff. And the Nets lost. Yeah, no, this is, yeah, news, news, news flash. Um, so I'll give myself this. Shame, shame! <laughs> well, Ben, what do you think of our trade? I assume you like Dallin's side of it. Um, I feel personally attacked <laughs> and hurt. I thought we were friends. 
I don't. Okay. I don't know. That's that's fine. I think that my picks. I would are, like to hear your reasoning. I think my picks are less valuable than anyone else, and of course you do. As I as I try to trade them, I find that everybody agrees. Like I offered my twenty four to you for your twenty four straight up, and you said no. It's twenty four. I know. Why? Because I'm confident in my managerial abilities mm. and the power of my roster. Okay. And see, I view pick 14 this year. Your 23 and his 24 is all late round first. And I got two of them, and Bryce got one. I'm fine with that. that, that that's just my reasoning. Yeah, I'm fine with that. And if I you just, don't need to make an extra pick this year and you think his pick's better than I do, I, I your really pick don't have anything then. to do with that pick. Yeah. Um, and, like... The, I know that number 14 is not going to turn into a high draft pick because it's already number 14. And so what's more likely to be a high draft pick, Ben's 23 or my 24? I think it's my 24. Plus, I don't have any picks Ooh. in the 2023 draft. And see, so you say that, but I offered you my 24 for your 24, and you said no. I love that you offered I would have said no, too. It is what it is. Like, like... Um, no, I don't, I don't have any 23. So now I've got two 22s. And a 23. And a 23 and a 24. Who's 24? Brams? Brams. Mm. I got Brams in the uh, pick, big pick swap he and I had this year. We're all rooting for you, Bram. Not next year. That's, I have his pick next year. Bram trades his draft. You know what it's in like two for me. years, we're all rooting for you, Bram. <laughs> you know what it's like for me to root against you? you I, I had your pick most of this last year. Sorry um, about that. Yeah, it's okay. Um, so it's pretty clear then that I won the trade. Yo ho, yo ho, a pirate's life for me. We pillage, we plunder, we rifle. I uh, I was gonna play yours, but then I just would rather get my own. That's, that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. All right. Well, uh, we can get right into the meat of the show, which is gonna be a season in review of a few teams. Um, but uh, n nothing better to do than to just get to it. Let's begin the show by starting it. And. We're gonna start with uh, there's there was one more exciting team and one not as exciting but kind of still interesting team and and which one would you rather? Uh, let's start with the Pride. Oh, a team that I find absolutely fascinating. Okay, well, um, let's do it. Um, so what do we got? Well, I'll, um, he finished seventh place, not far out of sixth place, but um, I will. I'll, I'll read to you where he finished in each of the stats. He finished fifth in field goal percentage, eighth in free throw, fourth in three pointers, number one in points, number two in rebounds. Number, number one in points, two in rebounds. Number one in points, two in rebounds, fourth in assist, fourth in steals, ninth in blocks, and thirteenth in turnovers. Which equals seventh place in the league. Equals seventh place in the league. It does, for what it's worth, equal fifth place in the power rankings. If you care about that. I think the power rankings are really fun, but they obviously don't bring you home the bread. They don't. But I do think it is a good indication of a team's true quality yeah. and kind of weeds out some of the head-to-head -head luck. Yeah. Um, I think it's a really good team, actually. What would you change? Um, How does he get from fifth best in the power rankings? <laughs> wow. Uh, so one thing that I did was, before we start looking at the individual players, out of curiosity, because I know that like uh, health 
games played mattered a lot this year. And so I actually just kind of as a curiosity, I don't think it's super predictive, but I looked at the team's total ranking and per game ranking. And they were adding, if you sum the totals, it's shockingly similar. Oh, really? I, I, I was blown away. Yep, His per game uh, was off by like four spots. But he did, there still was a lot of sway. So Colin Sexton, per game, this is according to Yahoo, number 100, total 92. Levine, per game, 21, total 30. TJ McConnell, per game, 74, total 34. RJ Barrett, eh, whatever, we don't need to go through all these. Um, Julius Randle was a big one. I actually was really curious about R.J. Barrett. Oh, R.J. Barrett, per game, 160, <laughs> but total was 111. The Maple okay, Mamba. There you go. That's pretty good. Maple Mamba. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. It's a good nickname, Mamba. but I don't, he, I, don't, I don't know if he lives up to it yet. Julius Randle, per game, 37, but totals was 15. Mikal Bridges, per game, was 40, but totals was 10. Who, how many people had Mikal Bridges as a top 10 player this year? I'm guessing... Nobody. Not really anybody. CJ McCollum went the other way, though. 30th per game, but 77th total. Um, DeAndre Russell, 99 per game, 175 total. So it kind of balanced out. I feel like a lot of the big swings were the higher-end players, which I think he was probably... That would lead me to think that he was probably a little bit lucky, but not terribly. So... Um, well, let's let's start by looking at R.J. Barrett because he was actually we talked about R.J. Barrett a fair amount in the preseason. Yeah, we did, and uh, how he's not good. He gets. Didn't we compare him to Russell Westbrook? Oh, we may have. I think that's a fair comparison. He was a lot better this year, and yeah. still not very good. No. So last season he was ranked number three hundred and thirty-nine. This season went all the way up to one sixty-five. Most improved player, like like that you that was rostered all year. Uh, maybe. Yeah, we'll find out as we go further in the yeah. lesson. But that's a big jump. It's still a lot of the same problems, though. Just the, the percentages, right? That's what kills him. The percentage and the the defensive stats. Oh, he was he was firmly negative in both defensive stats and both percentages, and wasn't really positive at anything. His his best category was points, and he only that has a standard deviation of zero point one seven. And if I'm the pride, and I'm number one in points in the league. I can maybe afford to lose R.J. Barrett, who's good at points? Well, I think the argument with R.J. Barrett is that you keep him around and he's going to get better. And I think that's a fair argument. Yeah. Like, one thing that we talked about in the preseason was, like, the, the, the production his rookie year was bad, but personally I trust R.J. Barrett, the person, to improve himself as a player. Yeah. And we've already seen some of that. The field goal percentage was up significantly. Um... Would you rather have R.J. Barrett if you're the pride or, like, Clay Thompson? R.J. Barrett. Okay. I just I was just thinking because, like, I, I, he is a player you kind of sit on, but at the same time, like, if you're fifth best in the power rankings, do you want to be sitting on players or do you want guys that can kind of contribute? And Josh, I'm just thinking Josh could use a guy like R.J. Barrett to sit on. Yeah, I think I just think the upside with R.J. Barrett is so much better. Like the percentages are bad, but they're all they are both significantly improved. He went from forty point two to forty three point eight in yeah. field goal percentage. Forty point two is terrible. Forty three point eight's bad, but it's going in the right direction. The free throw percentage jumped from sixty one up to seventy five. Mm-hmm. And that's seventy five. That's that's okay. You can deal with that. 
Did he have a? Did he have like a significantly increased um, shot, like shots attempted? No. In fact, um, his usage was down from really? 25 down to 23. Still pretty high, but his minutes were up significantly. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, uh, about four minutes. What? Thibodeau. <laughs> was Thibodeau the coach last year? Or was this his first year? This is his first, first year, year, I yeah. think. Yeah. He, um, that's one thing that held true with, with a lot of Brandon's guys. They played a lot of minutes. Yeah. Like Barrett got a lot better in large part because he played more minutes. Um, Interesting. Julius up, Yeah, up four and a half minutes per game. That's a lot. That's more than 10%. That's a big deal. And he's playing 34.7. I don't know. I don't know that he's really good enough to justify that many minutes. And let's not fear, let's not forget that he's Steve Nash's godson. And that's got to count for something. It does. Absolutely. It means the, the Maple Mamba. As maple Mamba. Reminded. He's got he's got a landing spot in Brooklyn if things don't work out in New York, I guess. Uh, as a as as wherever Kevin Durant says he can play. Yes. <laughs> yes, that is exactly what it is. Um, now I will say that the steals were way down, from one down to one point se- or zero point seven, and so if those get back up, maybe that kicks them up another. Honestly, that three tenths of a steal can kick you up twenty spots when you're that low, and so all of a sudden he goes from not really worth rostering, but has a promise to he's worth rostering, but he still has upside. That's interesting. Um, I would ex- I would expect him to be a rosterable player next season. What are your thoughts? On I like old... Maple Mamba. I tried trading for him in the offseason. Yeah. Last year. I, I do don't remember what I offered, but I got denied. I do kind of think that maybe he has more trade value than actual value. Just because he's got a, a, a big name, and I think that people are still high on him. He had a lot of buzz going into the draft, and that's the type of thing that tends to hang around. And so. He just fits my bill very was well. About a field goal percentage. This yeah. worst category, and you can probably defeat that. I can cover that. it, though. Yeah, it uh, that was that was what we talked about last season or in the off season was. Can you can you support both of the bad percentages? Yeah, well, like like he's good, but he might have more trade value. Yeah, and that might still be the case. But like I say, he's made serious strides, and I at this point feel pretty comfortable that he will be a rosterable player, maybe as early as next year. But he might always be a little bit tricky because of percentages. We'll see. What does RJ stand for? Uh, Rowan Jr. Rowan. 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 His name is Rowan, Rowan Jr. I th- believe his father played in the NBA. I know he played professionally I somewhere. think he did. I think that's how him and Nash know each other, isn't it? Rulenfurter. Ravenboozer. Rosenbagger. Rulengroder. Way to go, Rollermucker. Rowan Gardner, you're going in. What do you... So... Anything else on Rowan Jr. Barrett Jr.? Rowan Jr. Barrett Jr.? Nope, that's it. Rowan Runamucker? Runamucker. The Maple Mamba. The Maple Mamba. All right, so what else has Brandon got? Or the Pride, I should say. Well, kind of his his star for the season was Zach Levine, who was fantastic. He was ranked uh, 23rd and really kind of had a breakout season, was significantly better pretty much across the board. Um, with the exception of the steals, which were way down, but the previous year they were a little bit silly. But 27 points, 4.33s are both really strong numbers. The field goal percentage was really good at 51%. On t- given the volume, that's fantastic. And then the free throws, 85% is a strong number as well. He's a little lacking in the other stuff. The assists were good at 5 assists. Um, just 0.8 steals, 5 rebounds, 
half a block is fine from your shooting guard. And turn the ball over a ton, 3.5 turnovers, but that's fine. Everything else worked out great. It, uh, I feel like Brandon's team's always kind of been lacking a superstar, and I don't think Zach Levine's quite superstar, but that was an exceptional year. Was that, his, was that his best player? I no. mean, what you said Mikel Bridges was like Julius Randle. But Julius Randle. I think Julius Randle's got star potential. I would rather have Zach Levine. Than I think I'd rather have Zach Levine as well. But On a per-game basis, for Yahoo, they've got him at number 21 with Julius Randle at 37. Total, Total Julius yes. Randall's 15. Yes, because Julius Randall played like all the games. And, and every and, minute of every game. Yeah, all the minutes, all the games. Uh, but no, Zach Levine looked really good. I don't think that he will maintain that 51% shooting. That seems unlikely, and so he'll lose some value there. But, I don't know, Zach Levine is going to be, I think, a fantasy star for quite some time. I don't mm. know if he'll ever be a top 10 guy. He certainly could because those, those steals were pretty darn low. It's usually they're, they're usually right around the 1.0 mark, and so he'll pick up some some spots by getting his steals back to normal. Uh, is this a career year or the trend? I don't know. I think I think for like real life basketball, it might be perceived as a career year because I think this is his most his highest scoring mark and his most efficient season by a wide margin. I mean, he, he went from being like a 45% shooter to a 51% shooter. That's a huge jump, and I don't think that that will maintain. But for fantasy purposes, it could be kind of a new st- standard if he can get his steals back to where they used to be. Right. Um, yeah, I don't have anything else to add on Zach Levine, but maybe, no, nope, big no. No? I got, he's good. <laughs> He's good, really good. All right. Very good at basketball. We mentioned Julius Randle, um, and his. We talked about his teammate, Rowan, Junior. Very Junior. What is Julius Randle offering us? Uh, Julius Randle had a very good season this year, fifteenth in totals. Yep. Um, on Basketball Monster per game, they had him down at fifty-six, but hmm. ultimately the totals sort of matter more than the per game anyway, because the totals are what he actually did. He played all the games, and he played a ton of minutes. Um, 37 and a half minutes. I don't think it's really justifiable to play anybody in the NBA that many minutes. Right. It, oh, he, he did miss a game? He played 71. Well, that's 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 a lot of games. No, it's underperforming. Oh. Seven. I'm just kidding. Obviously, it's underperforming. I'm not, reali- not, I'm not realizing the basketball monster includes their playoff stats, which is very annoying to me. Because some guys don't play in the playoffs. Yeah, so how are they supposed well, to contribute like, to Well, basketball that? is sort of different because it's going to drive the numbers up for the starters and down for the bench players. Yeah. And, but shame, shame on them. Anyway, the, the, the minutes per game is unsustainable, but the scoring is fantastic. The rebounds are fantastic. The assist, 5.9 assists from a center is really good. And that's probably not even his highest assist total from a center. Sabonis. Sabonis get more than 5.9. Uh, according to Yahoo, you got 6.7. Yeah. 6.7, yeah. So, out-of-position assists are always very It's a useful. really good combo, those two guys. Yeah. And, I mean, he's killing your turnovers, but so what? you got to punt something. Yeah. Does anybody concentrate on turnovers? Does anybody actively think about them? Uh, probably not. Well, it depends. If you, if you are making your moves based primarily off rank, then whether you realize it or not, you are 
weighing turnovers equally mm. to all the other categories if that's all you use and I think there probably are some people who do that um, winning in Toto and East Mesa Trading Company were one and two in turnovers I focus very hard yes. on, the, on the turnovers significantly I'm fact. actually trying to find more of them <laughs> I doubt anybody intentionally <laughs> builds to be good at turnovers yeah but like I say, if, if you're if you're making moves based off of rank, then that's what you're. You won a few matchups this last year. I won a lot with, of matchups with turnovers. With turnovers. I was pretty darn good at turnovers, largely because my that's, team was busted up and injured, so they couldn't turn the ball over. <laughs> so they couldn't turn the ball over. I was third, third. in turnovers. Behind yeah. me and Josh. Yes. But you made the playoffs. There's a distinction there. There is a clear difference between <laughs> one of those three things. And you were still like. 200 plus more turnovers than yes Dallin. But I don't care. I just want to be better than the playoff teams. It's true. That's. But also, my team at full strength is much worse at turnovers. Anyway, the point is, you Julius Randle turns it over, but he's good at pretty much everything else. Bad field goal. Um, no blocks. But I don't know. I mean, I guess I guess you just deal with it to get the other stuff. I do worry about the long-term viability of playing that many minutes, though. That would be my one concern with Julius Randle. Yeah. It's, I mean, he's, it's a little, he's, he's, he's built kind of stocky. I mean, well, he's stocky, and he's been durable for his career. But I'm just saying, like, that's a lot of, to that's ask a, of him. That's a lot of minutes. And they're very high-intensity. Intense, intensive. It's, it's, a, it, it's a high workload. Very intense. <laughs> yes, because a it's just tough to play center because there's just more banging down low. That's why mm, um, Anthony Davis doesn't like doing it. That's why a lot of guys don't like Anthony playing center. Davis does not like banging because yeah, it's just harder on your body. And then he's got a high usage. His usage rate last year was twenty nine. So it's just he's always doing something. He's working as hard, if not harder, than everyone on the court, and he's playing more minutes than everyone on the court. Yeah. That's just going to grind a guy down. But this was the most condensed season we're going to have, and he was fantastic, so who knows. So grind him down and bang down low. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to get invited back. I'm so sorry. One guy that really stood out to me like, uh, was, was Mikael Bridges. I really like Mikael Bridges. I tried trading for him also. I really like Mikel Bridges. And? Unsuccessfully. Benson traded Mikel Bridges to him for what ended up being the eighth pick to me, I think. I don't know what he got. It was Mikel Bridges for a lottery pick. Yeah. Which, was that in the 21 draft? I think we all thought Yeah, that was this. It was a shot at the number. It was a shot at Cade Cunningham. Did we all think that he overpaid for that when he. I think I would have preferred the 21. Draft pick. As much as I love Mikael Bridges, I don't know, man. Yeah, I, I mean, know knowing, knowing knowing that it's eight, like, oh. I'd rather have Mikael Bridges. But the shot at like Kate Cunningham or something. Well, it's not like even that. that. It, it, it's a fifty-fifty shot at one of Cunningham, Mobley, Silver right, Green. Yeah. Uh, but no, so his rookie year, he was ranked number one hundred and two, and his second year, seventy-four. And both those years, he was just a two-stat guy. A lot of steals and really good at turnovers. But this year, his steals were way down, and he still saw his value rise up to number 42 on the season. And it's because he was just better at pretty much everything else. The points went way up. The rebounds went up. The assists went up. Um, and so like, I, the blocks went up. The field goal percentage went up. The free throw percentage stayed about the same. But I look at him, and it's like, okay, if he can 
continue to make slow gains in the other categories and gets his steals back to one and a half a game instead of 1.1, then he's in the, th the 30s probably. Yeah. And he's young enough that, I mean, if you told him, I would, ex I would expect, I don't know, four of his next five years to be... Top 50 seasons? For sure, but, I mean, likely top top 40 mm -hmm. in, the, in, the, in the 20s or 30s. And honestly, now that I think about it, I think I would rather have that than a random lottery pick in the 2021 draft. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think, That's, I think I would too. I think, I think Mikhail Bridge is fantastic. I love the way he plays. He's played 32.7 minutes this season and frankly deserves at least that many because his defense is so good. If like Brand, he'll, he'll play as many minutes as he can handle. If, he, if Brandon offered you Bridges for the number two pick, you'd say yes or no? I'd say no. If you offered me bridges for your 2022 draft pick, I don't know. I'd probably take that. Well, there you go, Brandon. I'd, 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 I would have to do a... I did a pretty deep dive on Mikhail Bridges today. It would have to be deeper, but I think very highly of Mikhail Bridges. There you go. I do as well. Not, not just as a Suns fan, but... And I had him, and I think I gave him away for even... I gave him to Benson, I think, for even less than what Benson got for him, so... Yeah. Really? Well, I mean, at, at the really time... I'm the fool. But this was like three years ago when it his, was like... His rookie year, he was just a one-stat guy who struggled to score and was kind of an old rookie. Yeah. Like, whatever. But he's turned into way more than that. Dang it. Now look at him. I also like Western that he wears yellow yeah. shoes. Because you, like, even like if you're in the kitchen making a sandwich, you can tell who Mikel Bridges is because of his yellow shoes and who Devin Booker is because of his purple shoes. Yeah. I really like it. It's very convenient. Yeah. More people should wear outside. I learned something interesting okay. about Bryce. This conversation just reminded me of. Go on. Bryce does not know jersey numbers no. for pretty much any player in the NBA. Really? Which I is why he's identifying people by their shoes. I find he doesn't know their jersey numbers. I find jersey numbers to be what jersey number profoundly does Mikhail, what jersey number does Bridges wear? No clue. Ten. Wow. I could tell you that LeBron wears twenty-three. I think that's the end of the list. You know, I suppose twenty-three. <laughs> does uh, Cam, Cam Johnson, Johnson wears twenty-three? Cam Johnson wears twenty-three. Bridges wears twenty-five. Bridges wears twenty-five. Not even a Suns fan. You guys are embarrassing. I don't. I thought it was ten. Jersey numbers are just not interesting to me. I know Jordan wore twenty-three. I just use them for identifying players on the court. I can usually tell who they are, but if they have if, colored shoes, especially if they have yellow shoes, <laughs> especially if they have yellow shoes on. If they have colored shoes, then it's easier to identify. Don't care about jersey when, when numbers. We, when I first had this conversation, I asked him what jersey number Kawhi Leonard wore, and he did not know. I don't know either. Two, two. two? Yes, come on. It's not. It's it's. He's like the best player on your team. My favorite player of all time is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. You know what number jersey number he wore? Ninety-nine. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. Forty-five. Ninety-nine. <laughs> no clue. I, I would I, assume it's lower than that. All I know is I watched him on a diving TV show once, and it was amazing. Um, big Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah, I, I, I just I find jersey numbers very uninteresting. Anyway, off topic. Little tidbit for everyone. Uh, but no, McAlbridge is fantastic. Yeah. Very I, good. I, I don't have a single negative thing to say about McAlbert. I will say, I guess I do have a negative thing to say. His his best <laughs> really dug deep for that one, huh? His best category this season was turnovers, and that's always kind of like, oh, uh, yeah. That's that 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 suggests to me that his ranking is artificially inflated. Yeah. 
especially well, a he's a catch on offense. He's catch and shoot or a lob. Yes, or sometimes he doesn't bring the ball up. He doesn't no. dribble in. But game one, the Clippers just kind of looked at him at three point, and he just dribbled in and dunked it, and they just they they never really got within arm's reach. It was very strange. It is, but great. it happened. Great player. Um, we glanced over uh, one Demontis Sabonis. We did. Shall we dive a little deeper on one Demontis Sabonis? Demontis Sabonis is also fantastic. He is He's very, very good, good at the game of basketball. Also does a lot of TikToks with his brother-in-law. No? Soon-to-be brother-in-law. That is also not interesting to me. Um, <laughs> on know, Basketball Monster this, se- <laughs> this season, he was ranked number 22. Um, huge rebound numbers at 12.1 per game. Um, the assist, one point, excuse me, um, 6.8 assist. 1.2 steals is a really good number for steals. He's bad at blocks, at just half a block. That's Zach Levine numbers. But... He makes up for it in the steals. And honestly, like looking at Brandon's team, it seems like blocks is maybe just the category that he needs to be punting. You know, I think he got Demonis Sabonis for either a second-round pick or a Goran Dragic. I think it was a three-way trade in which he ended up with Demonis Sabonis back when Sabonis was just not getting any minutes anywhere. Yeah, I think you just yeah. punt blocks. That's interesting. Yeah. It makes sense, though, if you're too... Main bigs are Randall and Sabonis. Yeah, and John, he's got John Collins, who's fine at blocking shots, but nothing special. But what, he finished 10th in blocks? Yeah. Might be something. And I'm, gu- I'm guessing if uh, if we look at it, how many of the teams that finished below him in blocks were playoff teams? None. So, yeah. Not really a category. At least... Based off of last season's numbers, not a category that he has any value in chasing. Mm-hmm. Um, Sabonis doesn't make any threes. I don't know if people remember when he got drafted by Oklahoma City and he was terrible. It was because they had him just shooting threes because he was white. But like he wasn't ever at any point good at shooting threes. He Miles just, Turner's way better at shooting threes. He was just white. And so Scott Brooks was like, go shoot a bunch of threes, whitey. And unsurprisingly, it was a disaster. And then he went to Indiana. And you think he better. used those words, or I see it seems unlikely. Oh, okay. And maybe it's just because his dad was good at shooting threes. I don't know. And Scott Brooks said, and I quote: <laughs> "Quote, go get this. I was go there. get those threes, Whitey." No, he's a good pick and roll player. End quote. Um, played sixty-four games, which was not all the games, but not too far from it. Um, Thirty-six minutes a game, which is another really high minutes. So is he going to continue to play that many minutes? I don't know, maybe. Yeah. It was 35 last season, so it seems reasonable to think that he can repeat. Although the assists were way up. Um, they've never they've never been that high. The steals were way up. They've never been that high before. So if he sees regression in those, then he might drop back to being a 45-ish player rather than a 25-ish player. He's also still plenty young. I think that he's got a lot of great basketball in front of him. He does. Um, there's, It's a really deep team, the Pride. Yeah. Well, I think I think if we go back about a year when we were talking about like preview of this season, we were talking about how Brandon's team maybe lacked a few A-plus players but had like more B-plus players than any other team. Yeah. Like, or B, you know, B, B-plus. Yeah, he does. I, I I would I would agree. And I, I would say know. a lot of those guys went from B plus to A minus this year. Yeah, but still wasn't enough to get in the playoffs. Fifth best in the power rankings. Fifth best in the power rankings though. 
that matters. Um, Colin Sexton was somebody that we talked a fair amount about. I'm not quite sure what to think about Colin Sexton. Like you've always I liked him. I've always liked him, but I just I don't know that he's good at fantasy. Points. Um, basketball monster. Last year ranked number 108. This year ranked number 99. He just doesn't really do a lot of the things you need to do for fantasy, and he's really bad at some things. Like, do you, if you're Cleveland, do you value? Not to interrupt you, sorry, no, but do you, do you value Garland over him at this point? I don't really care. You're, I, val- like, I value them the same. I think both of them are probably. You value J- J- Jalen Green or Suggs or whoever they get out of this. Yeah, <laughs> I think both of those players are most likely to be either bench guards or like a point guard playing next to somebody who actually plays point guard, like next to a Luca or next to a. Sexton is a really good burst of speed and athleticism, though. He's quick and he can shoot, but he can't. Pass. He needs he's, to be next to somebody. Yeah, he would be great next to Halliburton. He can't run he an offense. Yeah. He. Uh, no, I, I think. I think play him next to a ball dominant bigger guy like Giannis, Luca, LeBron, point guard Zion Williamson. Yeah, point Ben Simmons. Maybe. Are we gonna get into Ben Simmons tonight? No. Oh, we talked about Ben Simmons before, but uh, I don't know. Hey, Grande. Nice rooster. What's his name? Oh, well, this is little Jerry Seinfeld. This is little Ben Simmons. <laughs> he, uh, no, the, he's good at points. Scored 24 points a game on decent field goal percentage, 47.5%. But points, points is his strongest category in terms of fantasy value. The next three biggest swing categories are rebounds, blocks, and turnovers, all of them dragging to negative. And so there's just, like, a lot of negative. Only three rebounds a game is bad. Even for a guard, that's bad. And then 0.2 blocks. You don't expect a lot of blocks out of your guys, but to get that many Mm. or that few, it's a big negative. But we talked about if he's punting turnovers, which he was 13th, Mm -hmm. and punting blocks, where he was 10th and worse than all the playoff teams, if those are the two negatives, then... Colin Sexton's probably significantly more valuable to him than if he, he could just teams. rebound the ball or pass the ball yeah. a little bit more. Yeah, and I mean the assists are they're four. What is it? Four. Games? Four point four, which for fantasy isn't a disaster. If you're an NBA team and you want to win games, you can't have Colin Sexton as your point guard. No, like if, if he's your point guard, you're the Cleveland Cavaliers, and they're just really sucks. Yeah, but that's that is one concern. I I like Colin Sexton because I I like. I think he's a hardworking player who improves himself, and I think he's shown that significantly. And even even last year, like as a scorer, he was significantly better. He saw his field goal percentage bump up a tiny bit, but the usage rate go way up. And so if you can handle more usage and stay just as efficient as you were before, that's a really good sign. And so I think he's going to be a good basketball player. But he's just so bad at the things he's bad at my concern if I rostered Colin Sexton would be that he's going to end up as a bench player. Mm-hmm. Like a Jordan Clarkson or something like that. And I think Six he's man of the year? Six man of the year and not really worth rostering in fantasy. Not for a season. Like a, he did very well for me this season. What was his rank? What did he do other than score points? That's all I needed him to do. A ton of threes. Talking about Duncan? Jordan Clarkson. Jordan Clarkson. Sorry. I zoned out for a second. I wasn't sure if you're talking about Duncan Robinson or Clarkie. Jordan Clarkson on a total basis finished 65. Mm. Per game? Total. Per, what was his oh, per game? game? 
probably much less. 101. 101. Yeah. He's got some um, some pizzazz, though, you know? one threes a game. Oh, yeah, and Colin Sexton has pizzazz, too. Yeah. And he was the 99th ranked player. So is, fine. Is, that, is that what pizzazz gets you get these days? In Colin fantasy? Sexton has better hair. He does. And, and a better Padawan nickname. braid. I like, I, like, like, I like Colin Sexton. What's his nickname? The Young Bull. They've been oh, calling him the Young Bull since he was a kid. I did not know I that. I like it. Yeah. Um, but I don't know that he's really conducive to winning basketball if he's a major part of your team. That's fair. If you punt blocks, he jumps up to 75 on the year. But if you punt blocks and turnovers, I bet he jumps up even higher. These are good questions. Yeah. Ones that I can find out. I'm glad we have a uh, researcher here on the show. Analyst? Yeah. 62. 62. And the other thing he's bad at is rebounds, and since he's got Sabonis and Randall grabbing Well, you said rebounds, he was number two in the league in rebounds. Yeah. Brandon was. So. So who cares? So maybe he's just a, maybe Colin Sexton is the perfect fit for him. He's your points guy. Yeah. But maybe he's, he's really good. Maybe. Maybe. In the right, in the right build. But the question is, what happens if Cleveland drafts Jalen Suggs or Jalen Green or Kate Cunningham? I think the real question then is what happens, happens if Brandon just Then the Rainbow Riders get a lot better. I don't know. I mean, it, it because he, he's doing this on 30.8 usage, which is really high, and I don't think he's good enough to justify that. And so if he loses his usage, I think he loses a lot of his value. That would be the concern. What happens if Brandon or the, uh, sorry, the Pride lean into a punt block build? I find this very interesting. Who else would he Because you would, you would not be competing with very many other teams for that type of build. Does he does he have any players on his roster that derive at. a large part of their value from blocks? Let's find out. I think John. he said John Collins gets a fair amount. John Collins is... But he's also probably contributing to a lot of the rebounds that you're getting second place in the league for. High blocks, guys. Yeah, but he really doesn't have any high block guys. So maybe Bridges is really... Already only... leaned into it. John Collins and Bridges. That's about it. Yeah. Even I think last year, one point zero blocks. Like that's you or have Collins. to. You, yeah. yeah you you have lot. to work hard to get a center who blocks shots worse than that. And he has two of them through hard work. And I salute him for it. But, so I guess yeah. that's. I guess he's already leaned into the punt block. Either intentionally or unintentionally, he is punting hard on blocks. But no, Colin Sexton, he fits. He's young. That's why he it's working for him. Himself. Didn't quite get in this year, but yeah. it worked. I do wish that he were a good defender. Colin good Sexton. Oh, Colin Sexton. Yeah, like he's not a good. He's not close to being a good defender. Once mm. From from the NBA. Which is surprising given his like quickness. What's his size? What's his size and his wingspan? I'm just kind of curious. Do we have that? Anyone? I got you. Hold on. I probably could pull it up on my phone, but. He's just really quick, and I'm wondering if if he's also got the size and the wingspan to boot. He does why not? He is six foot one. Okay, so that's he why. He's shorter than me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, you can be a decent defender at six one. Yeah, you Chris can. Paul shorter. Than you can get more than one point zero steals. Yeah. I mean, Chris Paul's shorter than that, and Chris Paul's been a great defender for a long time. Chris Paul. So, uh, how tall is Chris Paul? Six foot. Uh, I think he's six foot. I think they're the same size. He's six three. I would be. He, he might be listed six three. He ain't six three. I do. I I will refuse to believe anything. He's listed as six foot. Six foot. I, I would say six one is the most I am willing to believe on Chris Paul. He is short. That's crazy. He's so good. But uh, no. Colin Sexton, good player. 
Um, who would uh, would John Collins be next on this list, or am I missing a bigger name? C.J. McCollum was really good to start the season. Hurt. And cooled off. Hurt. Um, some, like, 30th. Is that, is that probably run. why he missed the playoffs? Brandon um, or Brandon, Brandon or Trailblazers or both? Because I think the answer is yes on both. I think he probably makes the playoffs. If he can. But also, I think that C.J. McCollum isn't as good as he was for the first month or two of the season. He was really, okay. really good. Yeah, but even when he, like, when he came back, he had dropped off. Yeah, he did. Um, it's just... No, oh, it it kind of sucks because it does feel like he was in the middle of his career year and then got injured and it took him out of his career. Forty-seven years. games. Yeah. And when he came back, he was kind of back to his old, you know, in the fifty to sixty range versus in the twenty to thirty. I mean, there were there were he had some weeks where he was the number one player in fantasy. CJ McCollum did. But he also had some weeks where he was injured and doing oh, nothing. A lot of weeks where he was injured. Of all sad words of tongue. Or pen. Yes. The saddest are these. It might have been. It might have been. It's so good. I love it so much. <laughs> yeah, McCollum, I don't know. He's 30 years old. I think that it's probably just going to slow down from here. He'll be good for a couple more seasons. But it uh, it's always kind of been the same. It pretty much all comes from points and three-pointers, which is valuable, but... It'd be nice if he could get more than a steal a game, which he hasn't done in, what, four seasons. The blocks are bad. The field goal percentage is eh, whatever. There's a whole lot of just kind of meh, whatever. What's up, man? regretting my decision to agree to this. So he suggested we call you and do that, and I said, no, if I call Benson Monday night at 9 o'clock, he won't answer, but if we use your phone, there's a good chance he will. Last time we did this, you just caught a bullfrog with your bare hands, and now <laughs> you're sitting in your office shirtless, so I kind of want to call you more often. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know which one's better. Sitting shirtless under a fan? I just, a I just wanted to be a part of it. It's one of my favorite segments, and I've never been here for it live. <laughs> um, I was like, damn, London. By the way, Sam, when you call me, it still says Arizona Republic. <laughs> <laughs> that was a while ago. Ben Levitt's calling me? He better have a trade offer. <laughs> All right. Well, do you have anything to say about the Pride? The Pride? Yeah, we're doing a season in review of the Pride. We just got done talking about a handful of players, but what are your thoughts on the Pride? What are your thoughts on Mikel Bridges and your trade? At the time, um, I got raised review that it was supposedly a lottery pick for Mikel Bridges, and uh, now I wish I had Bridges. So, 
he just is kind of steady. Doesn't do a whole lot trade wise, and his guys have seemingly gotten better. And I think patience is paying off for him. But I don't know. He just seems like he's always a friends team, right? He's what? When's he going to take the leap? I thought he was a friends team every year. He's going to lack the magic with the Indiana Pacers. Yeah, when is he, when's he going to take that leap? I don't know that he ever takes the leap. Yeah. I mean, if he gets the steals back to what, 1.5, then I think that might kick him up into the 30s, maybe. But he's never going to be like a high-usage guy who handles the ball a lot and picks up a lot of assists and a lot of points. Mikel Bridges? Not, yeah, that's just not what he is, and I don't think it's what he ever will. I think, I think Benson's question is, when is Brandon going to take oh, the Brandon, leap? Oh, Brandon, I apologize. When is the pride going to take pride. the leap? Brandon's already made the leap in our hearts. Yeah. I don't know. I think he has about as good a shot as anyone at the playoffs next year. Yeah, he's but in the mix. In the mix, yeah. for sure. And all you have to do is make the playoffs and then be the guy who stays healthy. <laughs> Pray your best players don't get hurt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what he really needs to do is trade me the bonus. So bonus for Ben Simmons. Oof. Yeah. Oof. I just, I, Should we get a live reaction on what it's like to own Ben Simmons? A little off the cuff here. It's great, isn't it? How do you feel about Ben Simmons? It was bad, it was a bad year, but uh, he, he still, at the end of the day, he still does whatever he needed to do. He just doesn't do it very sexually, and I wish he would uh, develop an offensive game. But we'll see. Yeah, if, if he does develop that offensive game, then... He might be able to play in the NBA. He can play. I feel like you're going to do that. And I was like a little bit in every category this year. And uh, I don't feel like he was ever fully like right either. I feel like he was always being nagged by something. And uh, he just needs to come back a little bit better next year. Well, there's always next year. Uh, any any parting words of wisdom for the, for the Pride? Put the music back on. Um... We're gonna play you out with some music. No, no, we has got it. Nothing for the pride. That's the luck to you, Brandon. All right. Well, that that was the uh, the general manager of the flock, Benson Cotter, and shirtless in his office. They got it live and almost in the nude. So. I'm a little sad we didn't Facetime. Yeah. All right. We'll talk to you later, Benson. <laughs> Bye. So next on the list here, uh, John. John the Baptist Collins? John Collins. Um, basketball monster, number 55 on the season. Way down from last year when he was number 7, uh, which I think everybody kind of expected. Not a major knock. I just don't think that he's a top 10 player. I don't think anyone thought he was a top 10 player. The fun, rebounds. Fun note, I also made an offer for John Collins in the offseason. Apparently I like Brandon's team. Apparently. You do, because I haven't gotten many offers from you. I never get any offers. No. Well, you're not from Brandon, well, for sure. You're, you and I make trades. And and this is a, this is all trades. before I pulled I was like, out oh, the honest trade. We made it. We made a trade not not even an hour <laughs> ago. <laughs> we did one earlier today. Um, the rebounds were way down. The blocks were way down. Part of that is because they were just like at career highs last season. But also, I think a lot of it just comes from playing next to Clint Capella. Playing center is just more conducive to fantasy than playing power forward because you're closer to the rim so you get more rebounds and you get more blocks um there's been talk for like what two seasons of him being out of atlanta at some point is that ever going to happen 
Yeah. Well, I don't know. He's. I, I believe he's a free agent this season. Okay. And I think that's... Has he played well enough for them to warrant coming back? fine, but like, there's talk that he wants a max contract, and I just don't think that you're in They're a not good... Gonna... Yeah, like, that's not good to yeah. give John Collins a max contract. He did wear a t-shirt to his after-game interview after Game 7 of that Philly game of... There's a picture of him on his t-shirt dunking on Embiid. That's funny. After they eliminated him. That's pretty good. It was legit. That's pretty I, good. I made me like John Collins more. Oh, I'd like to have seen his B outfit in case they'd lost the game. I feel like I should get a t-shirt. Not dunking, but like... Do you... Do you I should get a, a layup I should get a, do, you think, yeah. do you think there are like... <laughs> me doing a finger roll layup with Bryce three feet behind me. <laughs> do you think That's there the are like I'm a bunch get. of kids in Africa running around in um, Joel B dunking on John Collins shirts that John Collins sent him because he didn't need him? <laughs> That's, no. that's, what, that's what he's going to wear if they lost, just the out of fairness and honesty. Is, but uh, The process has been dismantled. Uh, maybe. So sad. Maybe. Sorry. Back to John but Collins. John Collins, yeah. I like this. It's, it's tough because, like, he... It's tough to say that his career year was last season because he was 22, and it seems unreasonable to expect somebody to have the career year at 22. Yeah. I think he probably has growth in him. Yeah. But also... I don't. I mean, he's never going to finish in the top ten again. I don't think it's a really good year. Um, this season, fifty. The season before his breakout year, forty nine. I think that might just kind of be where he settles in. Well, if in three years you did forty nine, seven, fifty, it's probably like uh, you're more of a fifty. Probably, and maybe he continues to improve. He gets better at threes. His three pointers were actually slightly down this year, um, but his minutes were also down by a fair amount, from thirty three down to thirty. Mm-hmm. So maybe the change in rebound or the change in threes is just a result of the minutes but uh, I don't know he's, he's still going to get some center minutes because Capel is not going to play the full game he's a good player kind of in that Brandon mold of what's good his, very good but probably not ever great what's his field goal percentage and then like threes made because he has a pretty good free three point three point percentage field goal he? percentage this year was 55 which was down from 58 the previous year <sighs> and he's making 1.3 per game okay. three pointers and I think Juicy. I think that's in like the high thirties to low forties. So it's it's an efficient shot. Yeah. Well, I think his his breakout year he had like forty one from the line, or forty one from behind the arc. Yeah, but still only one point four. So yeah. about the same number as this so year. So he's dipped a little bit there. Uh, but the overall field goal percentage dropped from fifty eight down to fifty five. Okay. Still a good number though. In, in fact, it's his best stat both this year and last year. His best stat has been field goal percentage. Which is not really something that Brandon thrives in, field goal percentage, but it's not bad. I can tell you. Oh, can you know? Uh, no, he's pretty good. Fourth. That's pretty good. Field goal percentage, you said, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think his best category is points, though. Yeah. It? Points. Uh, and John Collins is helping both of those. Fourth is not bad. So, and. <laughs> Considering he has somewhat pedestrian blocks, I guess he uh, fits our our block build that we've assigned to Brandon. <laughs> he assigned it to himself. Apparently, I like it. I'm intrigued. Yeah. No one else is punting blocks. Me, Bram, me, me and Josh punt about everything. Bram punts blocks because Bram doesn't have centers. That's true. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, another guy that really jumped out to me was T.J. McConnell. They weren't that far off. We already talked way. about C.J. McCollum. Yes, we did talk about C.J. McCollum, whom I mistook for T.J. McCollum <laughs> no, earlier just, on. I wasn't going to say that. I just think it's funny that their names are similar. They're very similar. <laughs> T.J. McConnell. In personality, play, looks, 
TJ? All right, TJ McCollum. Here we go. I think CJ McConnell. I'm sorry, CJ McConnell? I think CJ McCollum looks like a turtle. <laughs> but TJ McConnell is... I like turtles. Kind of, a, kind of a two-stat guy. He gets a lot of assists and a whole bunch of steals. He was actually, mm-hmm. in totals, Oof. number one in steals. He was number two in steals per game and number one in steals percentage. He's always good at steals, but this year's steal percentage was significantly higher than it's ever been before. You could say he was a steal of a pickup. He was. I think twice, because I think Benson picked him up and used him to great effect, and then dropped him, and then the Pride picked him up and used him to great effect, and has stuck with him. That's for Benson, not for my dad joke. Uh, it was a little bit of both. It just seemed fitting a couple times. Okay. Oh. He, uh, I don't know. He played a lot of minutes, 26 minutes a game, which he did once before, but he's not a 26-minute-a-game guard, I don't think. Like, if he plays 26 minutes a game for your team, you're probably not making the playoffs. He's a backup point guard. How much of this is Karis LeVert not getting minutes? I think a lot of it is Karis LeVert missing time because they brought Karis LeVert in with the intention of having him run the second unit, yeah. which prior to Karis LeVert was TJ McConnell's job. Right. But if you're Indiana, the goal is Levert runs the second unit, Bogdanovich runs the first unit, and McConnell is just like a guy. Yeah. And so I think my guess is that next year he comes back as like sometimes you can add him for steals. He'll stream. Like, like, yeah, as a streamer. Or if, you know, Bogdanovich, excuse me, uh, Brogdon. I think I called him Bogdanovich earlier. You did. Brog, Malcolm Brogdon. Brogdon. If, he, if he misses time, then McConnell immediately becomes valuable. But that's it jumped out to me because he was a really good player last year and he's very unlikely to be a really good player next year. And so Brandon's just going to have a top 30-ish player drop off his roster. And that hurts. That does hurt. It does. Well, I guess if McCollum falls off, he's always got McConnell. He does. (laughs) He does. Or is it, wait. It's the other way around. (laughs) Uh, oh, admitted to a mistake. <laughs> your dad's not trying to find you. Your son is. That kid's your son. You're the dad. I made a huge, tiny mistake. All right. Um, well, that would bring us to. What does TJ stand for? I was actually thinking that both. I wanted to know what CJ and TJ know. stand for. I don't know the answer to either. Timothy John. Tim- Timothy, Timothy Junior McConnell Junior. TJ McConnell. Oh, Timothy no Junior McConnell Junior. <laughs> Know Anybody what? that has a J in their name is now <laughs> Junior Junior. Junior Junior. Because of stupid KJ Timothy John McConnell Jr. Wow, that is. <sighs> it sounds like he should be playing in Indiana. Wait, he does. Exactly. Uh, so. He's where he should be. <laughs> He's where he should be. And CJ McCollum is Christian James. Christian Jr. Christian McCollum Jr. McCollum Jr. McCollum James. McCollum. McCollum. That is all. All right. Um, nope, neither is a junior. Any, um, I know you had mentioned. We, I mean, I thought of Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich was really good this year. Bogdan. Um, yes, Bogdan. Not Boyan. Correct. Bogdan Bogdanovich on Basketball Monster. He was sixty-seven. Pretty he much was hurt all year. He missed a lot. Of, he played fifty-six games. Well, he was hurt a lot. Of the year. He, he was hurt a lot. Um, long enough to get his coach fired, and then like the day he played forty-four games. Oh. Because they include yeah, you've got playoffs. Yep. Um, really good at threes, fine at steals. That's about it. I think he. His percentages were high. 
I don't know if that's sustainable, but they were um, high. They were, they were fine, 45 and 85, but the free throw, 85 is a good number, but he doesn't get to the line that much because oh, he's more of a jump shooter. 0.9 in the game. He was, like I said, including playoffs, I guess, ranked 67. Where was he on this season in Yahoo? Uh, average 46. And, really? I was, and that's where I was looking at his uh, percentages. So. so his percentages have dropped since the playoffs started because in the regular season, I think it was 47 and 90. He was 47 <clears throat> and 90, yep. yeah. Good. But again, that's on one free throw attempt a game. So yeah, yeah, that's, that's, not, that's not moving the needle at all. He's a shooter. Um, I don't know. We'll see. I'm a little skeptical because that's a deep position for Atlanta. Um but, I mean, he'll be better next year than he was this year, I would certainly expect, in terms of totals, because I don't think he's going to miss nearly as many games. So, a nice player, certainly worth rostering. He's still got some upside. He's a little older. We looked that up earlier. What was he? Who? Um, Bogdanovich is Bogdanovich, 28. 28. Yeah, so this is his prime, but he's worth rostering. Keep him for another year or two, and he'll be just fine. Um, another player on Brandon's team is Gary Trent Jr., but let's talk about... D'Angelo Russell. D'Angelo Russell. Unless there was more than just his name that we should mention for Gary Trent Jr. Is no, it Gary there's not. Gary Trent Jr. or just I don't. <laughs> I, uh... Gary Jr. Trent Jr. Uh, I don't know why that'll always be funny. D'Angelo Russell, who, who also missed a handful of games. Missed a season. lot of games. Uh, played 42 games on the season. Um, he's much more name than production, I think. I think he's not that I good. I don't know. The, the year in Brooklyn was really good, but not this year in Minnesota. Um, in Brooklyn, he was ranked 57. Yeah. In Minnesota, he was ranked last year 59. So it's right around the same. That's okay. And then this year, 104. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. He's got more seasons outside the top 100 than inside the top. Threes and assists, and that's about it, right? Yeah, threes and assists. He doesn't really steal. Um, he, he scores okay. 19. Um. But last year, 23, the year before that, 21. Yeah. Free throws are bad. And that, that 43% is like his career high. He's had, he's had seasons where he's 40, 41. He's just not that good. He's he only shot 76 from the line. Yeah. Which seems low. Um, it is low. Where does he rank in, in the punt, block, punt, punt, turnover? He's actually not even that bad at blocks because he had half of 0.4 blocks. Oof. From a point guard. Eh, that's actually pretty good. That's okay. That's okay. I mean, it's better than... But you'd say, like, half Saxon a block a game is good. Yeah. It's point fours right there. It's, it's close. I mean, honestly, when you're talking about point four versus point five, they could actually be pretty far apart. If they like, can, yeah. It's better than where the Gary Jr. Junior. Yeah. It's a point two. Um, but no, it's... I don't know. He's he's okay. He's a name. He's if, a good name. If, yeah, I mean... There's value there. Somebody will take him. He may well have more trade value than actual value. Would you rather have D'Angelo Russell or Jamal Murray? Jamal Murray, for sure. I mean, he's younger, and I think he's just better. Maple Maple Curry is what I've heard of been him referred to. I think that's unreasonable. That's what Bram, also, that Bram joke, told me that. That, that, that. that joke's already been done. Well, I, done I, I think it's a legitimate... I'm not. I'm not just making it up. I, yeah. No. 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 I'm. I'm not. I'm yeah. not dogging on you. I'm dogging on whoever first labeled him that. Maple Mamba. Also, way I think he does karate. There's got to be a better nickname in there. Jamal Murray does karate. Yes. Karate. D'Angelo. I don't karate. know how he pronounces <laughs> it. He doesn't. But go. yes. All right. Yes, he does. That uh, he's a negative in a punt block build. So he ain't helping you. 
Yeah, but I would assume that most point guards are. For for point guards, I would assume that zero point four is perfectly acceptable. Yeah, uh, Steph Curry is a very much a positive and a pump block build. I would assume. <laughs> um, yeah, D'Angelo Russell. No kidding. Whatever. If I will say, if D'Angelo Russell's like your eighth or ninth best player, then you're probably doing all right. And it's like and his I think that's probably ninth or tenth eighth or ninth best player. Yeah. Okay. Uh, any any other parting words of wisdom or notable? Uh, oh, we didn't go over his ad drops or transactions. All right. Do you want to do that? Yeah. All right. Uh, his draft pick right. was Denny Avdia. How do you go about pronouncing his name? Denny Avdia. Avdia. Denny Avdia was on. Spent more time on my team, I think, than he did Brandon's team. He year. may have. He didn't last long. No. Um, I, he hasn't mean much to me. I don't think he was particularly good. He's the Israel Mamba. He's the... <laughs> coach. I don't know. <laughs> the Hebrew Mamba. Okay. Um, <laughs> but no, his, his ad drops. Drop Derek Favors for add Emmanuel quickly. Drop Emmanuel quickly to add Mason Plumley. Add Isak Bonga. Drop Isak Bonga and add Nas Reed. Drop Nas Reed and add Ennis Cantor. Ooh. Well, I believe Ennis Cantor played for him for a while. He was good for him. Game. Yeah, he was. That was that was a good ad. Um, dropped Mason Plumley, added Mo Wagner. Dropped Mo Wagner, added Lonnie Walker. Dropped Lonnie Walker, add Jared Vanderbilt. Dropped Kevin Porter Jr. Mm-hmm. Which Kevin Jr. Porter Jr. Probably should have just dropped him to begin with because, like 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 that was he didn't have an NBA team at that at the beginning of the season, and he carried him and then dropped him before he came back. Well, and we mentioned there were several guys, Bogdanovich, Russell, McCollum. He had a lot of guys missing time, so if yeah. you're carrying that and, and Kevin Jr., and it, Porter Jr., then... And as close as he was to making the playoffs, like, carrying Kevin Porter that time may have cost him a playoff spot. Yeah. Which is maybe not acceptable. Um, added Rodney Hood, dropped Rodney Hood, added Josh Jackson, Rodney dropped Hood. Josh Jackson, added Gary Trent Jr., Dropped Jared Vanderbilt. Jared Vanderbilt was actually pretty good for him. He had a couple of really strong weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, but dropped Vanderbilt, added Matisse Thibel. Dropped Matisse Thibel, added Jordan McLaughlin. Dropped Jordan McLaughlin, added Matisse Thibel. Dropped Matisse Thibel, added Dennis Smith Jr. Dropped Dennis Smith Jr., added Kelly Olynyk. Maybe should have held on to him. That was March 14, apparently before the breakout. But if he yeah. had held on to... Olenek for the really good Olenek parts. Maybe that would have been just enough to squeeze in. And as good as he was in the playoffs, maybe it would have been good enough to do more than that. Um, March 22nd, dropped Denny Avdia and added TJ McConnell, who we already talked about. Dropped Kelly Olenek, added Ivica Zubac. Dropped Ennis Cantor, added Jay Crowder. Dropped Jay Crowder, added Jalen McDaniels. And then dropped Ivica Zubac. Hmm. No trades. No, not one. Not a single trade that I could uh, find. All right. Either here or on Discord. So if it happened, it snuck through. Or it was on GroupMe. Just be- no, we had switched we over switched to early. Discord yeah. before. Oh. Such a better platform. It really is. Thank you, Eduardo. It's really the fan tracks of messaging platforms. Yeah. Um, closing thoughts, though, on, Brent, on the Pride? Um, everything the light touches, it's his kingdom. Except the playoffs. Well, the, the, light, the, the light, light didn't touch the them, light doesn't so. touch the playoffs, Bryce. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> That's the elephant graveyard. 
Uh, That's where the zombies live. That's where the zombies live. <laughs> and uh, and 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 roosters? No, no, no roosters. No, no shipwreck. Or maybe the shipwreck was. The ship didn't quite make it to the elephant graveyard because it had wrecked. Uh, and then somewhere there's a panda bear that's doing the Rodney Danger film. And on that note, that brings us to the winning Ain't Toto. And on second thought, I'd like to save Josh's team winning Ain't Toto for a night where maybe we can shine a little bit more light on him. Um, until that time, I don't have anything else to add. Bryce, Ben? Nope. Thanks for having me. There you go. Ben Jr., Levitt Jr., everyone. That was real aggressive. <laughs> uh, and on that note, we will we'll leave it. every morning by sticking your head in a cotton candy machine. What are you guys doing? The police can't be counted on to protect the rich unless they're rich too. So we're gathering support for a private police department where the starting salary is $5 million a year. How's that going? Slowly. Even Tommy Hilfiger turned me down and you'd think that he, of all people, would understand how quickly the lower classes can ruin something. <clears throat> or rise above it. If no one will help me, I'll do it myself. I'll remind New York of what she once was. Yes, a Native American paradise. The greatest city on earth. A city that needs a leader who still believes in order and justice. Who'll shine a light into all the tunnels and police the police. Who'll make the city into a beacon, lighting the way for an entire nation. Anywho, Tracy in the dog boner sketch. I hereby officially announce my candidacy the office of mayor of the city of New York. Vote for Jack Donaghy. Slogan to come. The clarity of our voices has been brought to you by Desert Storm. <laughs>